Brought to you by the upcoming horror comedy, Fangs vs. Spurs. And in this film, you get to see me play the town drunk. Check out some of the footage and get some more information about how you can make this film happen at fangsvsspursmovie.com. Your daily dose of weird news is coming up next. 30 years ago, Sheriff Bartlett battled the vampires and became a living legend. However... In the 30 years that have passed, most townsfolk came to believe that the vampires were just myths. Stories to scare their children into staying close to home at night. They're about to be proven wrong. Bangs vs. Spurs movie.com. I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your daily dose of weird news. During an interview with The Economist, President Obama said, I would take the complaints of the corporate community with a grain of salt. And then Michelle would ban the grain of salt for being unhealthy. Some employees at the Oak Ridge National Laboratory in Tennessee complained about a class aimed at teaching them how to reduce their southern accents. 
Well, now managers are calling the whole thing off. The course had been advertised as a way to feel confident in meetings when one might need to speak with a more neutral accent. The class was touted as a way to be remembered for what you say and not how you say it. Carolyn Ward of ORNLR's Learning and Development Services said an employee requested the class, so it was offered for others as well. Spokesman David Kime said the class probably wasn't presented in the right way, and managers decided to cancel it after other employees complained. It would have been canceled earlier, but they couldn't understand the complaints of some people because of their thick southern accents. A woman sneaked into the seal enclosure the other night at the Berlin Zoo and took a swim while her accomplice took pictures. Is it that, uh, isn't that kind of the thing that uh, contaminated Toledo's drinking water? Sea monsters may exist only in the imagination, but a Massachusetts couple want to make them part of their family. In fact, their names. The couple, Melanie Ann Convery and Neil James Coughlin of Holyoke, are petitioning Massachusetts to allow them to make both of their middle names Sea Monster. The couples made the request in a legal notice published in a local newspaper as required by state law. A hearing on the request is scheduled in Hampton Probate and Family Court. The couple gave no indication as to why they wanted the legendary creatures to be included in their names. Although, during Whoopi, the wife does like to yell, RELEASE THE Kraken!" A new report shows that the website usaspending.gov is off by $619 billion in reporting government spending. Unbelievable! Somebody was able to log on to a government website? Authorities say a brawl involving dozens of guests broke out at a wedding reception in central New Jersey. Middletown Township Police say the party had been going on for hours when the fight started. It apparently began inside the reception hall and spilled out onto the street. Officers found several guests who were mostly shoving each other and shouting and sought assistance from nearby police departments. Order was eventually restored, but authorities shut down the reception and told the guests to leave. It took about 45 minutes to clear out the facility. It's not clear what sparked the brawl, but I'm suspecting it began with dozens of women and a single thrown bridal bouquet. In an attempt to eliminate violent confrontations, NASCAR finally announced a ban on drivers exiting their cars following a wreck. Uh, no word yet on the gun racks. A Connecticut baby has arrived with a splash right into a toilet bowl. The baby's father, David Davis, said he was forced to deliver the newborn in the bathroom of, of his West Haven home after his wife, Lily, went into labor. He says the baby slipped through his hands during the delivery, but luckily went into the water. He says that she began crying, and it was the best sound he'd ever heard. Davis says the couple had gone to a hospital earlier that morning, but had been sent home after it was determined the wife was not quite ready to give birth. She began feeling strong labor pains a few hours later, though. Livia weighed in at 7 pounds, 6 ounces, soaking wet. At your Daily Dose of Weird News, I'm Darren Marlar. You can find more weird news at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. Thank you so much for tuning in today to This Needs to Be Said. There is an elephant in the room. Let's talk about it. Before we went to our break and heard our daily dose of weird news brought to you by our newest commentator, Darren Marlar, 
I was talking to you about your business and the things that matter. Two books that I read this week, and we'll start with one, Purple Cow, Transforming Your Business to Make It Remarkable. It's by Seth Godin. Let me give you the exact title because I want you to make sure that you pick up this copy. You can go to Amazon. Purple Cow, Transform Your Business by Being Remarkable. Now, there are so many things out here that are all around us that stand out. I'm based in Charlotte, North Carolina, and out of all the fast food restaurants I'd go to to grab something to eat really quickly, there's only one that stands out from the rest, and their customer service is what does it. Chick-fil-A can charge you $5 for a chicken sandwich and $3 for a cup of something to drink, lemonade or tea, and you're going to pay it simply because their customer service is that good. We, in conversation with some friends, we said, oh, my gosh, you're so expensive, but it's worth it. They are closed on Sunday. They have family nights during the week, and that's okay. But really what does it for me is I've never had an order wrong when I've gone through. I've never met someone that was rude, and really the testimony was my middle son, you were able to meet my children uh, a week or so ago on the show. My middle son, you're talking about obnoxious and drives the family crazy. He was able to be trained to say my pleasure and smile and be polite, and I was like, I want that kid to come home with me. That was a testimony in itself. I enjoy Bojangles Chicken. Customer service is terrible, and I drive away with my chicken, and I'm wondering why do I keep coming to this place. There are some other places, and they try. They want to know you by name, but it's just something about it just is not authentic. Like I go through Popeye's uh, drive-thru, and they ask for your name, and it sounds like it's just um, just a script. Hello, may I get your name? And then they always have trouble hearing you, and I have to repeat my name a bunch of times, and Maybe the order's right, but I don't know. I don't feel good by the time I get from the speaker to the drive-thru, which brings me back to Bojangles. Even though the customer service is bad, I know for sure I'm going to like the chicken. And it's just that thing. You wonder what makes your business stand out. And customer service should be one of those things that allows you um, your business to stand out. Starbucks is another one. You can go right now to Starbucks, anywhere USA, I'm sure. Sit down with your laptop, your iPad, your electronic device that picks up Wi-Fi, and you can log right in. You do not have to purchase anything at Starbucks. Starbucks has made it possible for you to be able to come in for free. And they, they it's basically an affiliate program that they're a part of. Their Wi-Fi is through a wireless provider, and that wireless provider pays them for so many people who logging in through their, um, their location. Now, I would not have known to do that, but other locations that have, other places that have tried to be coffee shops cannot do the same thing that Starbucks does because they don't have the same connection. I remember there was a small business owner who wanted to have Wi-Fi in their facility so that people would come in, but the catch was you had to buy something, so that coffee shop ended up being empty a lot of the times. Being a purple cow in your industry means that you're not reaching all over the place trying to be everything to everybody, which gets us in trouble in our business a lot of times. We want to sell chicken. We want to sell burgers, fish, shakes, coffee, teas, clothes, groceries, magazines. We want to do too much. And what makes that overwhelming for the consumer, they may say, it's all conveniently located in one place and I can pick it up. However, they don't know you for any one thing. You don't stand out to them and say, hey, this is the place I want to go to get, and you fill in the blank. 
So with your business, being a purple cow, and I'm just giving you a couple of examples. Customer service could be how you stand out, and with so much terrible customer service out here, it would not be difficult for you to stand out above the rest in a positive light if you went above and beyond for your customers doing what you said you were going to do. Um, I've gone into grocery stores. Uh, food line is the one. I, I, I do not like going in food line at all. They act like they hate their job in there. They really do. You can walk past somebody's stock on a shelf. They do not speak. You can go through the line, and they may speak in a soft, sweet voice, but they don't smile. They may get your stuff added up, and they may even ask you, do you have your MVP card? But that is more mechanical than friendly. I was in there the other day, and a young man did not even know where the chapstick was. I'm a consumer. I know that it's an impulse buy. It should be right there by the cashier, cash register. And also, it's a small item, easily to be put in someone's pocket, so you want those up front. This kid did not know where it was, but he works in the store. So I don't know if that says something about training or he doesn't pay attention or what. But I'm telling you, Chick-fil-A is a testament to customer service can be taught to anyone. Customer care can be taught to anyone because my middle son is notorious for just being obnoxious. He's grown up and he's matured a lot, but at the time that he started at Chick-fil-A, he was a kid, he was a teenager at my house, and I wanted them to send that kid home every night. The original kid came home, but either way, I knew it was possible. I knew it was possible that he could behave, he could act better. Um, another thing with your business, offer something that's going to draw people. How do you draw people in to what you do? We're going to take a quick break. I know I've said a lot already, big chunks of a lot. I want you to um, make notes of it. Definitely send me a message. Contact me. Let me know, hey, I need more information because you didn't give enough. Or let's um, put our heads together because I am offering 15-minute chats for those of you who are thinking of starting a business. Let's put our heads together and brainstorm. Let's find out how to get your business purple cow status, all right? I like that um, analogy of the purple cow, and I'll tell you more about the purple cow when we come back, like where it comes from. Can a wise-cracking, thousand-year-old parrot, a girl grieving her mother, and a boy missing his father save two worlds? In the new fantasy thriller Whip Eye, Samantha and Jake have 24 hours to face their greatest fears and find out if the supernatural staff, Whip Eye, can defeat an ancient evil guardian. Chased by monsters and unsure who to trust, can Samantha and Jake learn to trust each other? This fast-paced adventure is about trusting yourself protecting others, and discovering the beauty of nature. Over 100 different species of wild animals are mentioned. Whip Eye is a unique blend of magical creatures and wildlife, a surprise-filled story that will appeal to readers of all ages. Watch the Whip Eye book trailer on YouTube. Whip Eye, book one of the Whip Eye Chronicles by Jeffrey Sign, getting great reviews everywhere. Whip Eye at Amazon.com. Have you heard of these wonderful mineral-infused skincare products? The minerals come directly from the Dead Sea in Israel, the same Dead Sea Cleopatra traveled hundreds of miles to bathe in. Recover is their star product, and it's like Botox in a box, with results in just 20 minutes. They also carry a complete skincare line for men and women, for all skin types. Do your skin a favor. You'll see improvement immediately. Order now at secret, S-E-A-C-R-E-T, direct.com, 
forward slash Deborah K. And if you're looking to supplement your income, join others who are earning a six-figure income. Learn more at DeadSeaBiz.com. A good man is not born. He is created. Manhood, however, has become an uncommon skill, nearly a lost art. Morality, accountability, and what it means to be a good husband are in steady decline. To counter this trend and preserve the true art of manhood, I present The Good Husband's Bible, an interesting and engaging book providing the guidance and wisdom that every man needs in order to change and fulfill his roles as a man. Find it on Amazon and Lulu.com and visit us on Facebook at The Good Husband's Bible.
Thank you so much for staying tuned to This Needs to Be Said. You heard Jay Nicole with Holy. We interviewed her on the other week. She's an independent gospel artist, and actually she's Pastor Juan Goodson's wife as well. He does the first Thursday conversation with us, Living Life Through Biblical Principles. Hope you enjoyed that. Now, before the break, I said I would tell you more about the purple cow. What is the purple cow? You know, cows are usually brown or black or brown and white. But purple, if you're riding down the the countryside and you look over on the side of the road and you see the cows grazing and you happen to see a purple cow, that would seem strange to you, right? Something that would stand out, something that would shock you, make you think, and double take even. That's what you want to do in your business. So that analogy that Seth Godin is giving, he's asking you to consider your business that same way. Make it a purple cow, okay? Make it stand out. Make it something that is irregular, unusual, but of use to those that you have as your target audience. Sounds simple enough, but each of us, when we are in business, that is one of the challenges that we face. We want to serve everyone. We want our product not to be, we will not want our product or service to exclude anyone. When I started the radio show, I said, oh, I talk to everyone. Everyone, there's an elephant in the room for everyone. I had to pick a female as my target audience. I had to pick a female that was between the ages of 35 and 44. I had to pick a female that was a business owner, a single mom. I had to pick someone so I know who I'm talking to. Now, that does not mean that other people do not benefit from the conversation. It just means I know that when I am looking for my consumer, I know who I'm talking to, and when that single mom entrepreneur, a 35 to 40-something-year-old woman, changes her mind, I know that I need to change with her. I need to give her what she's asking for. What happens if I try to talk to the single mom, the married uh, mom, the single dad, the bachelor, the senior citizen? If I try to talk to all of these people, everybody has different needs because they're at different places in their lives. They're different genders. They have different wants, needs, and desires. So to keep yourself from being schizophrenic in your business, seeming all over the place, and frustrated because when you cannot satisfy a customer, it's frustrating, especially if it's not in line with your vision. You know what your vision is, and you know who your target audience is, and now you can give excellent customer care, and you can make your business stand out. I gave you the example of Chick-fil-A being one of the um, fast food places that I go to sometimes, and it stands out. You know that you're going to spend a little extra, but you don't mind. I've even noticed that in some fast food restaurants that you're going through drive through and a line is wrapped around the building. It's lunchtime, and you're thinking, okay, I don't have but 30 minutes. I don't want to spend it in line. I want to eat my food. So you're craning your neck to see if it would make more sense to go inside. And if you park your car, you're probably going to get blocked in because the line is wrapped around the building. It's blocking cars. So you stay in the line, and it's putting along. At Chick-fil-A, they'll have somebody standing outside taking orders so that when you get around to the window, they've already fixed your food right, and you pay for your food, and you're off within minutes. So I'm not afraid to pull it up to Chick-fil-A when I see a line wrapped around the building because I know that that building, that um, line wrapped around that building is going to move quickly. Now, I cannot say that for every place. If I see a line wrapped around the building at other places, it means that they're out of something. Somebody didn't prepare enough fries or they didn't drop enough chicken or 
somebody must have called out they don't have somebody making enough burgers. Whatever it is, when I used to see a line wrapped around a building, I would know that that means it's going to be a long wait, so I'll bypass it and I'll go somewhere else, even if I really wanted to go to that place. But that means that there, you got to hold, you got to wait on chicken, you got you, there's just a hold-up. And you don't want there to be a hold-up when it's time for you to eat lunch and get back to work or eat lunch and get your kid back to school or whatever it is that you were doing after you ate your food. So you want that to be good customer care. Good customer care will say, you planned for me. You planned for me and this overflow. You planned for me and the other guests. And Chick-fil-A does that. They do an exceptional job. I don't know if they train people outside of their company, but they probably should. But right now that's what makes them stand out above any other business. Uh, I want to give you a couple of things that I read. There's a PDF file that you can find online that Seth Godin has put out called 99 Cows, okay? So do a Google search for 99 Cows PDF. There, you know the dog tags that dogs wear and they, they jingle around the neck? Well, if your dog's tag doesn't jingle, you probably have already heard of the invention of the plastic wraps or tags that go around the, the, the dog's name, the dog's tag. And it was invented by a gentleman whose wife was an extremely light sleeper. They had a dog, and they didn't want to get rid of the dog, but how do they quiet the chains around the dog's necks with his dog tags on it? Well, he puts a piece of plastic around it, and the story goes, he sells those for $8 to other dog parents. And he has places all across the United States, and he has made a fortune from silencing the dog tag. So no more jingling when the dog runs around the house is not necessary. You have the dog tags, you know, an event that your dog has lost and needs to be found. However, your dog's tags are silent so they don't interrupt you if you're a, you happen to be a light sleeper. And I'm sure that he has colorful and other, you know, things, colorful uh, plastics that go around it. But what he has done is he's met a need. And then he accessorized it a little bit, but that was the purple cow for him. I'll give you guys a couple more examples just to give you an idea. I mentioned about Starbucks negotiating with the uh, Internet service provider so that they can offer all of their customers free Wi-Fi just to come in and fill their place. Now, Starbucks is on to something because what happens when you look into a building, a business, and you see other people are there, you want to go and see what it's about, even if you're not consciously saying, hmm, what's going on there? Let me see what it's all about. You go in because you're nosy. You're walking past the window and you look. You may not even be a coffee drinker, but you go in and they have a tea. You go in and say, hey, they use Wi-Fi. You go in and you see there's other things in there, but they want you to come in and patronize them, and they figure if you sit there long enough, you'll get thirsty. Maybe you'll invite a friend in and you all use Wi-Fi, and they'll get thirsty or they'll want a snack. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk more about your business. I hope you're taking good notes. Send me a message at letstalkatthisneedstobesaid.com. Letstalkatthisneedstobesaid.com. We'll be back after this short break. Lose the weight for good. Introducing all-natural skinny fiber, scientifically formulated with some of the world's best natural ingredients. Skinny fiber is way more than just another weight management pill. 
Skinny Fiber promotes weight management, helps support detoxification, provides antioxidant properties, and supports healthy digestion. Real people, real results. Take the 90-day challenge at www.gettee.sbc90.com or call 800-983-1176. Have you ever wondered how people make a living off of eBay? Well, here's your chance to learn step-by-step for only $20 per month. No inventory needed, no sales quotas required. Visit HelpMeLadyLeads.com and click on the link. Keep your job if you like what you do, but make more money to become financially free sooner than later. Go to HelpMeLadyLeads.com and click the link to learn how to make a living off of eBay today. To keep clean and healthy, we brush our teeth, shampoo our hair, and shower our body. But what about taking care of our nose? Did you know that on average, a person breathes in 11,000 liters of air per day, which impacts every organ? To keep your nasal passage functioning well, for better breathing and healthier living, use Clear Nasal Daily Nasal Rinse, available at clearnasal.com and on Amazon. Your daily dose of weird news is brought to you by Fangs vs. Spurs, a new comedy horror western being filmed in the Chicago area right now, and I get to play the town drunk. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but it's still a lot of fun. You can check it out at fangsvsspursmovie.com. 30 years ago, Sheriff Bartlett battled the vampires and became a living legend. However, in the 30 years that have passed, most townsfolk came to believe that the vampires were just myths. Stories to scare their children into staying close to home at night. They're about to be proven wrong. FangsVersusSpursMovie.com I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your Daily Dose of Weird News. Police in Iceland arrested a man for the 14th time in two weeks as he attempted to steal from a store. The man has been bundling store burglaries every night for two weeks, and he's been busted stealing food from hotel restaurants. Sadly, police said the thief is also accused of being rude to employees of the stores and hotels he stole or attempted to steal from. The guy, wait a minute, the guy has been arrested for stealing every single day for 14 days in a row and yet he's still not behind bars. You know, it sounds to me like maybe Iceland does deserve this guy. The Wall Street Journal and USA Today report that professional volleyball players are surprisingly making good money. Unfortunately, the same cannot be said of athletes on the ladies' professional hopscotch tour. Police say a toddler crashed a Jeep into an Oregon home, then ran back to his home to watch cartoons. Authorities say the three-year-old boy who was wearing only a diaper climbed into the Jeep and knocked it out of gear. Witnesses say it rolled down the street, through an intersection, and into the house, causing minor damage. An officer found the boy on a couch watching TV, as if nothing had happened. Didn't they cancel Speed Buggy like, uh, decades ago? 
A new study shows that workers are three times more likely to get fired in the private sector than in the government. The downside, government workers are at much greater risk of hard drive failures. Well, it looks like Flappy Bird's creator has decided to come back after deciding that his maddening bird murder simulation was too addictive. His follow-up to Flappy Bird is called Swing Copters, due out this week. The game will be free to play with a small ad, or you can pay a dollar to remove the ad if you're feeling generous. Now, how much do I have to pay to remove all references to Flappy Bird and Swing Copters from my social media feeds? That's what I want to know. Spacewalking astronauts launched a tiny Peruvian research satellite earlier this week, setting it loose on a mission to observe Earth. How tiny is it? It's a four-inch box. The satellite, barely two pounds, holds instruments to measure temperature and pressure and cameras that will photograph Earth. And it will continually be taking photos and uploading them to the web. So they've nicknamed the satellite Kardashian. That's your Daily Dose of Weird News. I'm Darren Marlar. You can find more weird news at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com.
think about it. And think about it. Hello, it's Vincent K. Harris, and you are watching Vince on Business, the place where ideas meets execution. And of course, today is your problem, my solution Wednesday. If your life is similar to mine, as a business owner, it's likely that you're being bombarded with meetings, messages, as well as distractions constantly. So what happens is, as a result, it's becoming harder and harder to build your business as well as your brand properly. Here are three strategies you can implement to eliminate distractions. Yes, mom. So here are three strategies you can implement to eliminate distractions. Number one, is that the doorbell? Let's do that line again. In today's society, the average attention span is eight seconds. That's even worse than a goldfish who has the attention span of nine seconds. So as a business owner, how do we stay focused? Can I get a hot tub? That's my favorite commercial that you asked me about, remember? Strategy number one is to turn off all gadgets. This includes your telephone, text messaging, email, social media sites, as well as the internet altogether. And instead, what you're doing is you're focusing on a strategic time throughout the day to use these devices. Not only does that help you stay focused, but it also trains your team members as well as your clients to say, he's going to respond back, she's going to respond back at a specific time throughout the day. I'm sorry, I said it again. I had a text message. So here it is. I've decided to respond back between the 1 p.m. hour and the 3 p.m. hour. My clients as well as my team members understand and know that I will respond back to them during that time and that's probably the best time to reach me. What this does is this allows me to stay focused and be productive throughout the entire day. Hey, hey, hey. Wow. Strategy number two is to eliminate what I call the double cues. So here it is. Throughout the day, you may have someone knock on your door. Hey, can I ask you a quick question? If you answer that question, they've broken your concentration and now you're not as productive. Yet at the same time, if you don't answer their question, now they're not being as productive. Either way, it's a distraction. Yes, I understand, I'm filming. The solution to this problem is to schedule one-on-one meetings weekly with your team members as well as other staff members. This can be done ahead of time so that again, you're productive and you're eliminating distractions. Strategy number three is to wear a hat. I am a huge Bostox fan. When I have my Bosox hat on, this is what I call my production hat. Whether I'm going to get some water, whether I'm getting myself something to eat, or even going to the restroom, if I have on this hat inside of my office, my team members as well as my staff members know automatically that, hey, give me some space, don't talk to me right now because I'm in production mode. I don't want to be distracted. The only key area to this is that you want to make sure if you're not in production mode to take your hat off so that you're not abusing the hat. So for all of you who are dealing with distractions, that is my solution to your problem. But you know what? I want to hear from you. Comment below and let us know how you eliminate distractions. And of course, don't forget to head on over to VinceOnBusiness.com to join the conversation. Hey, yeah.
Did this video solve your problem? If so, subscribe to my channel and of course share with your family, friends, as well as your colleagues. And if you want even more resources as well as insights, head on over to VinceOnBusiness.com and sign up for my email updates. And remember, you are two people, the person you are currently as well as the person you were destined to become. And the goal in life is to get those two people to meet because it's never too late to become what you should have been. Thanks for watching. Who remembers the Nintendo?
In a world where businesses are plagued by overwhelming numbers of difficulties, one support network will rise to protect business owners from devastation. Dreams Woven Support Network. Under the guidance of the experts at Dreams Woven, business owners will be able to stay focused and stay motivated as they work their way toward their dreams. To run a business is to fight in a battle, a battle against a fleet of hardships that threatens to bring the business toward failure. To win that battle, one must have the adequate resources and a plan to combat the seemingly endless barrage of hardships. With the power of the Dreams Woven Support Network, obtaining the resources and plan for the battle of business is simple. By using the multitude of tips and resources provided by Dreams Woven, one will be able to vanquish any hardships that arise and bring one's business to success. 897 is all it takes to acquire the power of Dreams Woven. Sign up today at dreamswovensupportnetwork.org to achieve success for your business and to have your dream woven into reality. Thank you so much for staying tuned to This Needs to Be Said. I hope you enjoyed all of our breaks. The commentary, Vince on Business, as he helps you work around the distractions in your business, as well as our daily dose of weird news, as well as the independent artists. We've had so much. And in business, you want to give as well as receive. Now, we've talked a lot about the Purple Cow one today. If you have any questions about anything concerning the Purple Cow, I've read the book, absolutely loved it. I'd love to talk with you about it. After you've read it, of course, that author is Seth Godin, Purple Cow. And the next one is about customer care, raving fans, a revolutionary approach to customer service. And this book is by Ken Blanchard and Sheldon Bowles. So I want you to be able to um, talk with me about improving your business. Raving fans is more than just a satisfied customer. This book is telling you just things that people do. Again, it's, it's like these two books are married. They're not, but it seems like they are. In order to have raving fans, you have to have a purple cow um, mentality in your business. Stand out. Promise what you're going to do and then do what you promise. Promise the service, then deliver consistently is what you want to do to have something more than a satisfied customer. You want to have a Raven fan. You want someone who enjoys your service, your product, your business so much that they go out and they tell other people about it without being asked. Okay? How do you do that? Well, pick up this book, Raven Fans, A Revolutionary Approach to Customer Service. Neither one of these are sponsors of the show. Let me put that out there. However, I'm a Raven fan of both of these books because they've gotten me reignited about my business about coaching people and helping them grow their business, about doing my radio show and teaching more people that if they can teach what they know, that they ought to be in radio. You get what I'm saying? You want to read. You want to continue to expand your view because if you're only looking in your scope, in your, your window there of what you can do, yes, you may provide a good service. You may be good. You may be consistent. But people don't really like you. They don't tell people about you. So you don't really want that um, – on your business. That gets on your business and it messes things up for you, okay? So how do you create raving fans? How do you become the purple cow in your business? How do you do that? Those are the things I want you to think about for today. 
Let's take a short break. I'll be right back. There will never be a point in your time in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing. If you're waiting for that perfect, perfect moment, that perfect timing, it's not going to happen. You know what you have to do? You have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation. That a lot of people become comfortable. They stop growing, they stop wanting anything, they, they become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like, jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for, that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you have. When the messenger of misery visits you, what are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know, that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it, that you talked yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you. It may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you want, want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their job, but they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard we will find inventions that we never ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. Question is what are you going to do with your time? What drives you? Greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day. Workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong?
You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain. Your pain is going to be a part of your pride, a part of your product. I, I challenge you to push yourself. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 a day, and what you do today is going to see me who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. that the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. You have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got a thing that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it to work day and night for, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for. If all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it. See, it's time now. If you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life. You've got to start saying yes to your dreams, yes to your unfolding future, yes to your potential, as opposed to saying no. When you die, die on each. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish. Listen to me. You're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit. And finally, God, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear or pain or loss or disappointment. And yet each of us has awakened, arisen, uh, somehow made our ablution, seen other human beings, and said, Morning, how are you? Fine, thanks in you. It's amazing. Wherever that abides in the human being, there is the nobleness of the human spirit. Despite it all, black and white, Asian, Spanish, Native American, pretty, plain, thin, fat, vowed a celibate, we rise.
Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear or pain or loss or disappointment. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.